Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. What's going on, church? So excited that you decided to join us today as we look at this devotional in the book of James, one of my favorite books of the Bible. We're going to dive right into James chapter 4, verse 6. James says, And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. That's good. He says, So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. James is getting serious. He says, let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will lift you up in honor. So we find ourselves in James chapter 4, and he's really explaining kind of this battle, this tension between God, the world, and the flesh. And James starts out saying, you know, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. And we see this in Scripture, this same the same phrase three different times, and it's because it's important. God's really trying to get something across right here. God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. I don't know about you, but I want the first one. You know, no, I want the second one. I'm sorry. I need grace. I need about as much grace as I can possibly get. And he's talking about this battle, this tension, this fight. And if you want anybody on your side in a fight, it is going to be God. But the best part about James is, you know, he gives us he gives us basically a, a how to do list, a how to get God on our side in this fight and in this tension. He comes out of the gate saying, humble yourself. See, this is why I like James, because James gets straight to the point. He's like, hey, I know my brother spoke in all these parables, and but I'm going to talk to the guys in the back, the guys that may not be smart enough to decipher all this stuff. I'm going to get straight to the point. He says, humble yourself. And the Greek, you know, we're talking about this whole scene of battle and fight, and in the Greek, this word humble yourself, it actually means to get into your proper rank. Man, James is is painting a picture of almost like a young boy going to boot camp and he's acting outside of his rank. He's just getting started, but he's trying to act like a general. He says, there's going to be a fight if this happens. And James goes on to say, he says, resist the devil and draw near to God. And you know, I think about when we hear that word resist the devil. I think a lot of times we tend to think of like behavioral sins or our latest temptation, like, you know, don't steal the Snickers from Walmart. I don't know if that's your temptation. It may be mine. I don't know. I don't know where that came from. But James is talking about a much larger scale here. You know, he says, resist the devil and draw near to God. He's talking about resisting the failure to believe or trust God's word for our life. You see, God isn't just in a behavioral, changing your behavioral, behavioral modification. God is talking about heart transformation here. He's talking about us growing in understanding of just how much he loves us and how much he cares about us and humbling ourselves to a point where we truly surrender every area of our lives to hear what he wants to say about how to run that part of our lives. He's basically saying, you know, any area of our life that is kept, we keep back from God, we're just asking for a battle in it. 
you know, any area that we decide that we think our way is better or, or we don't need God say so in this part of my life, this is my life, God is saying that there's going to be a fight and it may be God himself fighting against you. James is basically saying, humble yourself or you will be humbled. You know, and why would God do that? You know, why would God humble us? And it's simply because he loves us so much. And the word says that he disciplines those he loves like a father disciplines his legitimate child. Because he wants us to reign in life. He knows what's best for us. He wants us to walk in victory and freedom. He wants us to walk in life and life abundantly. So he says, humble yourself. And it only comes through us humbling ourselves and letting God make the calls in our life. It comes through us trusting him and knowing that he's best and he knows what's best for us. Let me put it this way. My wife and I, we have a 10-month-old little boy at home. I know I've been talking about him, Elijah, easy P. Man, he is my heart. He is amazing. I mean, he's one of the greatest things ever to happen to me. He's like an angel. Man, this morning we had worship music playing in the house. This kid's 10 months. He's got his hand. He's moving to the side worshiping, you know. But at about 5.30, between 5.30 and 7, there's something strange that happens in our house. In between when he eats dinner and it's time for him to go to bed, it's like the gates of hell are broken loose in our home. It's like I have to remind myself that my fight is not against flesh and blood, but it's against principalities and darkness. You know what I'm saying? He gets crazy. And he gets a little fussy. He wants his way. And yesterday, man, as I was putting my little, getting my little boy ready, it's about 5:30. My wife told me, "Hey, I'm gonna go out and take a run. You know, you go ahead and just bathe him. Simple stuff. She gave me a to-do list, and she basically said, "Hey, today is the day that you need to condition Elijah's hair and comb it out." And I was like, "All right, cool, cool." She said, "Hey, so the best way to do it is to really do it while he's in the bath." And I looked at her and I said, "Girl, I know what I'm doing." I've been doing this for, what, 10 whole months, right? I know what I'm doing. I've got this. Isn't that what we say to God so many times when he tries to help us out? We say, God, I got this. I know what I'm doing. Well, needless to say, I got humbled. I mean, I decided to do it my way instead of the way Allison was trying to help me. And basically, man, I got him out of the bath. I'm trying to put a diaper on, trying to comb his hair. This kid's pulling pictures off the wall. He's screaming for his, for his bottle. And it, all, it just went crazy. Needless to say, I left humbled. I should have trusted my wife. I'm sorry, Allison. And James is basically telling us that if we doubt what God is telling us or we choose not to follow his word as Christians, it will cause us so much trouble and heartache and frustration in our life. Man, he says, humble yourself before God or you will be humbled by life and by God himself. And not only that, but he goes on to say that we need to take our sin seriously. And we got to take our sin seriously. I know, man, we have grace. We are covered by grace, but we can't take advantage of grace. We've got to take initiative because of grace. We've got to take our sin serious. We've got to take where we fall short seriously. Heaven took it seriously. This is the sin that Jesus had to die for. So he goes on to say that we should go forth and be broken over our sin so that God can build us back up, so that God can heal us and make us better and direct us in the right way to go. So our application for today is twofold. Number one, listen to your wife. No, I'm joking, but seriously. And number two, listen to God. Man, listen to his word. He's only trying to help. Man, get in his word and see what God has to say about your life, about certain areas of your life. He says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. We draw near to God through drawing near to his word. 
And what are the areas in your life that you're keeping God at a distance in? What are the areas that he wants to speak into? What is it? Is it relationships or is it finances? Whatever it might be, remember when you're keeping God's path at a distance, you're also keeping his peace at a distance. So let's make a decision today. Let's make that decision to surrender all the areas of our life so that his peace can reign. To lay these things down and let God's peace lift us up today. Father God, we just thank you today for your word, Father. That you have not left us here wayward, Lord, but you've given us your word to light our steps and light our path to lead us, Lord, into this life that you've called us to live in, a life abundantly, Lord. So, Lord, I pray even in my own life right now and those watching, those listening, that you begin to speak to us about the areas of our life that you want to bring us peace in. Lord, that you bring those areas to our mind, Lord, and you lead us, you bring us, man, give us a word, Father, for what you want to speak into where we're at and what we're going through. You're so faithful to do that. We praise you and we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.